whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> yes, we're back. My name's Joe. And I'm Carolyn. And you guys are listening to the podcast that's going to save the world one episode at a time, The Carolyn and Joe Show. Yes, indeed, my name's Joe Carbale. I'm a filmmaker, a photographer, a writer, and a musician. But today, I am what you call a podcaster. A podcaster. You know, like an iPod caster, I guess. It's so funny how that know. name kind of sticks around. And across from me, the voice you just heard is one of the greatest artists known to man, the creator of the Curls comic strip and Curls studio, and a designer, one of the greatest minds ever that you'll ever see. Her name is Carolyn Belevsky. What are you saying, Carolyn? Well, yeah. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening, first off. But podcasting and the iPod, like, it's just it's funny how, iPod. like... It's just funny how like the that iPod. sticks around, and it's like I feel like Apple kind of created that word pod, probably. It but just, I don't know what the meaning is because really it's just internet radio, right? And just so, so, just so you guys know, we are we're dead center in the middle of Pod Summer. Pod Summer is something that the Carolyn Joe Show has created, as far as we know, where we create a where we produce a new podcast episode every single day of the month of December. <laughs> thus, Pod Summer, and we are recording. Number podcast pod December 19, right? 19. Wow, we are 19 into it. 19 into it. Brand new one every single day. And if you're on the Facebook Live, you can see us recording this thing. So if you have any questions or any time, just just go ahead and post away or make any sort of comment that you'd, you'd ever want. How did they get to life. the Facebook Live? Is it under the Carolyn and Joe show? No, it's under the Joe Carabao one. But okay. if you share it on yours, you can do it there. It's only it's it's an exclusive thing. Exclusive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but cool. definitely, you know, we've had a good weekend. We're trying to decipher podcasting, how much Apple and all that control the whole entire world. Oh, yeah. Disney also. Disney Fox. I mean, Disney absolutely is a, is one of the world powers. You have, like, Russia, you have America, and you have Disney. Disney is such a huge and world Rupert power. And Rupert Murdoch. Yes. I always, like, I always, like, joke around how, like... Uh, how like Disney is like the biggest mafia there is in this world. It's like you're gonna fear the mouse because they control pretty much everything. It's true, they do. They a lot of people don't realize it, but they own like ABC, they own ESPN, and now Fox. Now they own Fox, and you actually Marvel. Read, you actually listened to the book about uh, Walt Disney and all and all that. You're, the you audio had, book yeah, of his biography. Yeah, you listen you listen to that whole entire thing. It I've was never, pretty huge. I don't remember the amount of CDs, but it was like 17 or 18 or 19 CDs. And it lasted me like pretty much a month of commute. Maybe I, not quite a month, but it was like a hearty a chunk of life. I listening. remember you're you're joking around uh with the idea of like when we were hearing all about the the Fox and the Disney merger, how like, you know, like Disney Pretty much can buy whatever they want from the look of that. You know, so many people are excited about about Disney when they bought Fox. That now means like, oh, we can. They're going to have X Men and all the all those Fantastic Four. They can show up in the 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 Marvel Universe movies now. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of other people were saying like, yeah, that's great and all, but now now they can control all of the media, all of the news media. So there's no real news media and at all. And we already knew that was coming. Like, I don't know why people are just catching on to this now, but. I feel like it's been a known fact for a few decades. But like, I feel like since you read like the, you read the description, you read you were not read. Oh, I guess you you listened to I mean, the, the book of count, Walt Disney. Would, you would count that, that be as something reading? that you'd say uh, was that something that he had 
planned ahead of course was, was this whole Walt Disney's plan of he world was like, domination ha, 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 I'm gonna own the world no, I, remember, I don't you think you were talking about that you were saying, I don't think he is, his goal was global media domination I mean I think he would probably think it's pretty fantastic where his company has gone but I think in the beginning he had well he he had Oswald the rabbit which is basically a rabbit version of Mickey Mouse and Mickey Mouse wasn't even called Mickey to begin with. It was called, I can't remember what it was, but it was some name that didn't sound as like jivey as Mickey Mouse with the MM, you know? It was something totally different. But it, re- it was originally Oswald the Rabbit, and that did not, that was not very successful. But as soon as you change him to a mouse, I guess he's cool. So rabbits are not as good as mouses. That's what we came so. down to. I believe so. I mean, what or exactly was Walt Disney's plan? Did he just want to do the cartoons? or what he, just, wanted to do he wanted the to do amusement parks and stuff like that? He wanted to do the cartoons originally, and then they were making Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. He went through like a lot of pain with finances and trusting people that could not be trusted, and they kind of had a rough time going with getting the amount of money they need to make all these productions. And Walt Disney's brother, Roy, was very instrumental in helping him get the money. To the point where, like, Walt Disney was almost... I don't want to say it was a bad thing the way he was, but he was kind of a maniac in terms of... Walt Disney was a maniac? Yeah. In I, terms, I don't even remember how Walt Disney looked like. He... Do you remember he introduced some of the Wonderful World of Disney? Or, or I guess some of that was did Michael have, Eisner. Did he look like a... Did he look like... I'm trying to remember how Walt Disney actually... It's hard for me to sort of remember. I guess for Roy some reason, Disney. like John Waters or something like that. Is, so that's what best describes him. I mean, him we like. are a radio podcast. I don't really know exactly how to describe how he looked like, but he kind of had like... I, it's actually pretty rough to describe the way he looked like. <laughs> but pretty much when Walt Disney first started, he, he wanted to make the cartoons, right? And then he, he had did, the music parks at the I, same well, time. Well, he was making Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs and... First of all, just to get to that level was hard enough. Like so many times, seriously, this is what I was thinking. Like as I was listening to the audiobook, which was an awesome audiobook. I don't know. I don't really have the time to like sit down and read that thick of a book, but but the audiobook was very helpful for me when I was commuting, and it was entertaining and uh, delightful. It was pretty much fantastic, and just listening to all of his stories about the funding of the productions. Like the cartoons so, was a really like, a challenge for him to yes, get funding. Yes, and like he's an, it was he was an independent company. I guess that was yeah. the only back then they were all independent well back then companies, there right? was nothing no big media, you know there was nothing really there was no template to really go on. You're sure they had Hollywood and such, but it wasn't at well, yeah, the, I guess it wasn't you had MGM back but then. But especially for animation, like what there was no real big blueprint for them. There was a few other animated things going on, but it wasn't like a high high end production but what was so crazy so many times like i mentally was thinking to myself i was like just quit walt just give it up why is that just, like so like it, his persistence was amazing but so many times i was just like oh my god he's like financially in runes what was like, what, he, is, what was walt's background though was he an artist he, a writer he was an artist um did he go to art school he, he was a very he was like a dreamer did he go to cal arts he didn't, I don't think he did, but he helped set it up. <laughs> okay. But he, like, I don't think he went to college. I'm not, like, again, like, I didn't memorize everything. Did he thing. come from a farm? He seems he like a came, guy that would have come yes, from a farm. Yes, he was Midwestern, I believe, uh, Missouri. 
and I might, I'm making that up because I can't remember exactly, but he does have a town that he came from, and every year they do have a Disney Tune Fest, and if I remembered the name off the top of my head, I could, I could tell you, but it is, like, kind of this small town, and he has hints of it in his work. Like, the name of the town appears in certain things, and it's basically, like, you know, you know how Main Street is? If you've ever been to Walt Disney World or Walt Disneyland, yeah. how there's, like, you know, the candy store and the barbershop and yeah. such like that. And it's like, you're going down like this delightful land. Well, apparently he did base that off of his town. So like the small town that you, as soon as you walk into in Disneyland or Disney world, it's sort of like that in the essence is captures the, the, the atmosphere of his small town or small town, how he visioned it. Yes. I'm looking him up and real they, quick. And they, so and I they, know what I'm talking about. And they made about. chocolate that you can watch like in the window yeah <laughs> it was, like but that. it's almost like a glamorized version of like oh this is how childhood is and i do remember also a story about him um they were talking about how his, I, I don't think his parents were very wealthy and they were just scraping by and you know trying to make the most of it it doesn't and really feel like people back then were wealthy i'm sure there were some people who were that their families invented something and they were filthy rich but i'm sure most families were not you know and but he was a paper boy you this know. was was this during the time who who's now the, he was born I'm looking this up on Wikipedia because I want to get some facts and his middle name is Walking with Elias his name is Elias Walter <laughs> Elias Disney which by the way Disney as a last name that's a pretty good last name that's the only Disney I know of there can't be any other Disney I mean there has to be descendants like what there's I've never heard of anyone other. Other than Walt I've, Disney, yeah, I've or never Disney. heard of a Disney like in real life. Like that's <laughs> that doesn't like. If anything, I could have thought that was like made up, but like it I guess they so stopped like, it. It's a real name, but yeah. So he was born. He he's a December baby and a December birth. December fifth, nineteen oh one. Does that make him a Scorpio? You know what? He must have not. Uh, I want to. Uh, I don't know what he what he what uh, sign he is, but he was bo- he was deceased on december 15th 1966 so correction about that he maybe he did not introduce the wonderful world of disney because i thought that was michael it was michael eisner back in our day but okay so let's see if i can get into the nitty-gritty about his life born in chicago yes he did have an early interest in drawing he took art classes and he got a job as a commercial illustrator at age 18. He moved to California in the early 1920s with his brother, Roy. So Walt Disney did go to art school. It says he took art classes. Art classes, okay. Now, I don't think he went to like some fancy art school or such. He, he just learned. Was, he, the, was it more like a cartooning style? He did have a cartooning style, but. Because, um, you know, people these days base off of the Disney style. I wonder what he was trying to base his style off of. Have you heard of Ub Iwerks? Nope. Now, or is it, I don't know how to pronounce his actual name. It's Ub or Oob. It's, his name is U-B. How would you pronounce that? U-B. Ub. Ube? Ub Iwerks? Ube. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, Ub. Ube. Now, he, now, this is something that's very controversial about Walt Disney that a lot of mainstream people have no idea about. A lot of mainstream? Well, it's who, true because... What are mainstream people? Can, how he, would you describe mainstream people? People that do not do what? enough research. Civilians. Civilians. So civilians. Now, if you're... Ma- mainstream people. If you're... Okay, and I'm mispronouncing his name, so, you know... What, I don't know what that says about me, but I don't know every little detail. Ube. But but what I'm getting at is that most people think that Walt Disney 
does everything. Yeah. They're like, oh, he drew it all. He's the man. He he created all these characters and such. Yeah. Now, this iWorks fellow, this, this is in a very interesting in the book because they totally, like, just explain it great in such detail about how he meets this guy and basically Disney realizes that this guy is a talent. Where does he meet this guy? Uh, let's see. Probably when they like go he, to did California. He already, did he already create the company of D- Disney? The, yeah, the whole time. The whole he already, time? He already had Disney, you know, Disney animation. Because that's his making, last name, right? Yeah. So he already, he was like, okay, I want to start an animation company. Or he want, he wanted just to make cartoons. He wanted to make cartoons because he was enamored with, like, the moving picture at that time. It was yeah. like, whoa, this is the new, that that's like the new thing. That's like AR now or something. Or like, I mean, AR has been around for a little bit, but VR. it's like. Hmm? VR or AR? Augmented reality, AR. Oh, yeah. But like you know, it's it's like whoa, something that's totally cool in my face, like technology. You know, it's it's like at that time, seeing something become animated from page to film, like that was a big deal. Yeah, I mean, back, I mean, yeah, it was still a massive, massive deal to to see animation. But he wanted he wanted to jump. He wanted to be one of the the forerunners of that. Yes. Okay. And it was already happening. He, I mean, he's not like a person that discovered animation or such, but he was definitely one of the forerunners in that industry so he discovers this talent this iWorks fellow and they start working on stuff now did, did it say how he met them they just meet them in school or did he meet um, them like at a bar or a, a, a you know like a cow let, arts me association if, let me see if it talks about that because i don't know if it will be on his wikipedia because it's almost like i think it's funny how now you know if people if people mention it it's like an obvious thing but I don't think it, it, it the almost, Disney company goes out of their way to be like, oh, by the way, this guy actually did a lot of it, not just Walt. Because it almost seems like a lot of the great things, a lot of the big ideas were built off of partnerships in a way like that. See, you but know, it like, wasn't a partnership, though. Or like, you know, it took like two people to like bring it to the next level. Sort of like Stanley and Jack Kirby, mm-hmm. you know, like they needed that, the duo in a way. Yeah. They need the two minds. Well, they had Roy, which, which is Roy Disney was Walt's brother. And Roy helped. Them. He was the money man. He helped negotiate all the deals with other investors and such. Yeah. And I, Walt, need, I need that guy. And Walt Disney was very burned by some of these. To the point where, like, he was sacrificing his own finances, his own life. You know, he was poor. There was times in the book where they were talking about he just ate beans. Like, out of a can. He was living that artist starving artist life yeah he was like is it wasn't like he had this lavish beans out of a can he was that was like his thing he's like i'm gonna eat dinner and he's eating beans out of a can and he's sleeping like under his desk and he's like sleep deprived and a crazy maniac and because he's trying to finish all these drawings and such and get everybody going now to me when i first found out that walt disney did not draw a lot of the things that i thought he drew i was very upset and i was like i felt like the world had lied to me i know this is gonna sound messed up but i was like maybe in high school and i was like what walt disney didn't do all that stuff you know my bubble from like elementary school to high school kind of burst in terms of like I realized that people have ghostwriters and people have, like, you know, other people doing work for them. And it's not just one person doing all this stuff. Was that because his name is on top of everything? It is. But at the same time, it was kind of some of the stuff I heard about Disney is a little bit sneaky. Like, for example, like they would go to some event and a kid would ask for like, Mr. Disney, can I have your autograph and can you draw for me? 
And he'd like look over to iWorks and be like, oh, you draw it and I'll sign it. Like, I've, <laughs> I think that honestly, that's kind of a dick move. Well, why is that a dick move if he can't draw it? But he can draw it, but just not as good as the other guy. The other guy, apparently, he, but he didn't want to like he didn't want to like you know like destroy the persona. Maybe, but it is a little bit. It's a little questionable because I like. What if I had somebody that like I hired because that for, draws like really better than me, but then they're drawing my characters, and then I'm just like, you draw, it, but I'll sign it. Like that's kind of dicky. Was is the other, you gonna let the other guy sign it too? The artist? No, he didn't let the other guy sign it. <laughs> I'm just saying, and then I remember, like... He, he signs his name on top, too. But in the story, like, iWorks, I guess, like, started turning his back on Disney a little bit. And then iWorks actually opened up his own animation studio, which didn't... wasn't as successful, and then he ended up coming back to Disney. Did he have any other... Oh, so he came back? Okay. Yeah. He's like the John Fashante. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> but it, but it, it is kind of sad, because I feel like the iWorks family, I guess, has been trying a little bit to, like, get him some attention... But then also it's like, how can you beat Disney? Because Disney's like so huge, you know? But again, it's like that Stanley issue. Jack, Jack Kirby. Jack Kirby. But like what, it's a but little what did, like what did Ironworks do though? What exactly did Ironworks do? Is he that, drew that's like everything. He, but he drew it. And also did he design fast. It? But did he, but did, did he design and create the characters and stuff? See, now that's, I can't tell See, you exactly the, what with, each person did. Because with Jack did, Kirby, Jack, with Jack Kirby and Stan Lee, Jack Kirby actually co-created and created See, the I idea that, of those characters. Okay, now when you go to, I don't, I'm trying to figure out how to pronounce his name. Ub Iwerks. I don't know. Because <laughs> also his Ube. last, his, I know, like, anyway, so it says he created Oswald the Lucky Rabbit and Mickey Mouse with Walt Disney. So did he, so, I mean, who's, who has the claim for that? You know what I mean? Like, I just feel did like. Did he create Mickey Mouse? Did he just draw that's what Mickey I'm Mouse? Saying. And then Walt Disney took it? No, I think Walt. In my, this is my humble opinion, not like I was there, but I think Walt did Walt. the initial stuff. He was like, oh, here's a mouse. And then iWorks, like, made it better. Because that's what, if you think I mean, about. I that's what they did with Matt Groening's Simpsons. Well, that's what Tim Burton does. You know, Tim Burton will draw something and then they'll take the design team and make it into something better. I mean, you know? I guess that's what you kind of have to do if it's at that higher level. But I just feel like iWorks did a lot that isn't really credited for and disney's name is like so huge and then iWorks it is, it is, is just like it is no disney's, one knows who iWorks is but it is disney's company though it is his his name so is the company what, that's what this is how i came to a realization after me being so upset about it in high school i you know i took a few years to mull it over and then it took I, a few years yes because <laughs> it was very like eye-opening for me at that age to be like what he didn't do all this stuff like, cause he didn't, it, I had he didn't him draw perched. every single panel of every single page I don't know, of the cartoon. I had him perched up high in my head to be like, Disney. Like, you know how when you're in elementary school, so many. And also, this is like the time period where, like, you have Aladdin, Beauty and the Beast, The Little Mermaid. But and he like, didn't even touch those. No, I know <laughs> that. I know that. But in my head, I was like so obsessed with the Disney brand, the Disney name. Like, it was like, uh, in my mind. St- people still are. But in my mind, I'm like, I want to be an animator there. Like, at that time, I was just like, yeah. like I'm like, oh, Disney, like, is everything. You know, Disney's life. And then, like. <laughs> Disney's life. <laughs> but I'm I am not, like, one of those people that's, like, a member of D23 and all this crazy stuff. But 
And I don't need to like go to the Disney Channel store and spend like thousands of dollars. Every say time the, I go Dis- there. the Disney Channel store or the Disney store. I don't know if it's the Disney Channel store. Oh, whatever the Disney store. You know, there's some people though that they're like huge Disney fans, and like you see, the, I can yes, point them a out. Whole entire society. I can point them out. Like they have like grown adults that are wearing like Winnie the Pooh shit. E- even Alexa and, Bliss from WWE is a huge Disney fan, and they have like stuffed animals of the Disney characters on in their car and stuff yeah. like that. Okay, I'm not at that level, but cool to the people who are but what i'm getting at is that like I, I i at one point in my life was like very into like wanting to work for disney like that was like oh man i need to work for disney and i you know i still would love to as well um want to get that disney money not just the money but just like it's like damn you're at disney you know it's Dis- it's like who, like, who does pinnacle who doesn't who doesn't know the name disney that's amazing too like knowing that he came from like nothing to make what he, where the company is at right now, like well, anyway. What, what so last, let's let's get back to what, what, what's your question? Well, what was the last project he actually worked on? Because it started with what? I Disney mean, started with what well, project? Snow White. So Snow White, and well, then what after was his, Mickey. What, yeah, then what was his last? Because Mickey wasn't really a big draw, though. Wasn't Mickey Mouse wasn't really like the he may have been the first cartoon, but it wasn't mm-hmm. like the big smash hit. I feel like it was successful, but it didn't like. The movies, I feel like, is the one yeah, that the sets movies, it off. I mean, definitely Snow White. He wanted to do a lot of um, fairy tales. You, know? he, you said you said he died like in the sixties. Yeah, right? he died pretty early in his life. So, so he was like in his sixties when he died. Well, then then now, it got taken over. Disney got taken over by what happened after probably that? Probably by Roy. And then who's Roy? Roy Disney, his brother. Oh, his the brother. Money man. Oh, his brother took over. Okay, yeah, I guess. the money man. Now, they also went on to the Michael Eisner era, which I was familiar with in the 90s. And what, now, what, was, what era is that? What happened during that time? Um, like Little Mermaid, Beauty and the Beast. Oh, so that's like, that was like another resurgence then, because I remember, I don't actually don't remember what was going on with Disney before the Little Mermaid. Um, I mean, Little Mermaid like broke. That was like yes, to, Little did. Mermaid for me was like second grade. That thing, they're showing that thing in, in, the, in classrooms. Yeah, they, they had a big resurgence of those films but yes was it was there was disney like on the down like before Little they did go for they did go through some ups and downs um they made snow white and the seven dwarfs and walt disney was into that production but i heard that i guess the production was just so crazy like people just working crazy hours like working really hard and like on on nothing like on a shoestring you know and trying to make this fantastic film for at that time that was like such a huge deal, but Walt started to lose interest in it, and he started to like build a train like around his house and stuff. Like <laughs> he was like, "I'm bored. What are you gonna do, Walt? I think I won't make a train. I'll build a train." <laughs> so like he started getting into the amusement parks, being like, "Well, if I have this at my house, but I can make like a whole land. Like I can make Disneyland." So he <laughs> so was like, "I got a train. Oh, you can make the." So I think the, he the just monorail. he just started getting into like trains and like space and stuff and just like <laughs> I like that it's like what is I, I feel like I wonder what happens when you do have like a big success if like if I ever became like a, a billionaire billionaire because of one one project and they're like now you can you don't even have to work Joe you can do whatever you want in your whole entire life what do you want to do uh maybe it's about time I think about going into space <laughs> I mean that's what, what who's that Musk guy. Musburger. Something Musk. I don't know. 
Elton Musk or something. Delton, so, something Musk is like he's all into like going into outer space right now, and he's a gazillionaire. So during that time, now, after the after he had a hard time, Walt had the well, there all was, the calamity with making the movies. He he wanted to settle back and make it a bigger yeah, okay. venture. So here's just some uh, features. So we have Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs was 1937. I mean, that's a pretty crazy film for 1937. That's a long time, man. <laughs> that's and a then, long time ago. Look at this. Fantasia and Pinocchio were both 1940. Dumbo, 1941. And Bambi, 1942. So they're having like a movie out every year during that time period. Then they had Cinderella was 1950. And Mary Poppins was 1964. Mary Poppins was a live action though, right? There was some animation in there because remember the penguins they danced with. <laughs> remember the penguins. <laughs> Dance with the penguins. So in the 50s, Disney expanded his amusement park industry. That was his main focus, In correct? 1955, he opened Disneyland. Now, another fact that I learned from the book that I did not know anywhere else is that Monsanto, they put in a lot of money to help create the original Disneyland. Who's Monsanto? Monsanto is a company that people are upset about right now because they put bad things in the food to help it grow they put all these chemicals in like cornfields like and steroids stuff. and stuff like that i guess so i don't well, know well, monsanto I, you know. is one of the first investors but they were in, in disneyland because they wanted to, they wanted to plant their food in there i guess so i don't know the full they detail use the disney money they were investing in the disney brand from a very early time and i did learn that from that book i mean and then disney gets really excited about planning like all these he was involved in planning the moscow fair in 1959 1960 winter olympics 1964 new york world's fair it seems like he was very like this mastermind of being like let's do all these crazy things i think i think it's amazing though it's like because that was like the beginning of like that that level of amusement park were there other amusement parks around during that time because like i feel like if you think about walt disney world disneyland disney it's like pretty much and that's his way of creating his own state. Yes, he. In, in fact, it says right here he wanted to create a new type of city called Experimental Prototype Community of Tomorrow, Epcot. What is that? What that stands for? Experimental Prototype Community of Tomorrow. That sounds awesome. <laughs> that sounds awesome. Epcot, Experimental so, I mean, he, Community of Tomorrow. <laughs> experimental prototype community of tomorrow and disney was a heavy smoker throughout his life he died of lung cancer in december 1966. oh see there you go man see there you go before disney world which is in florida or the epcot project were completed disney was a shy, i'm just reading this because it's interesting disney was a shy self-deprecating and insecure man in private but adopted a warm outgoing public persona he had high standards and high expectations of those with whom he worked. And then we see now, like in today's day and age, like literally Disney is like a world power. It's like Disney Disney can run the United States if it wanted to. They make more money than the whole they make more money than the government. I feel like that's how it is. Well now, isn't it interesting though, him as a person, you know, they'd talk about him being self deprecating and very insecure as a person. But then, you know, he communicates outwardly to himself, like, "Oh, I'm Disney." Well, that's like, how it this is. This is so grand, and this is my that's creations. How, that's how it is. Like the fabrication is 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 the way to hide. You hide it out. You hide out in the open. Uh, to me, I find that very interesting. And also, he did have some, uh, I guess, 
negative things about himself or people were accusing him of being anti-Semitic or racist. Well, that's, but, that's how it is. But they also <laughs> that also has been contradicted. So that is also discussed in the book. But he also is a cultural icon. So there's that. You know, it, it's like he has... He, there's such a high standard for anything that Disney puts out that he almost, it's almost like he oversees it from the grave almost to yeah. be like, it better be good. It's like his vision. It has my name on it. It has to have his vision. And like his, like, isn't it interesting though that him as a founder, you know, I know when you go to Disneyland, you have that big statue of Walt holding Mickey's hand. <laughs> you you yeah. know, it's like, it's like, it's almost like he's the king, yeah. you know, it's. It's like this giant statue of Walt. And I find it very, I find Walt Disney to be a very interesting person. I mean, I I don't have all these facts memorized, but in fact, I might actually want to go back and listen to the biography again because it was so good. But uh, I find it really interesting though, too. At one point, it seemed like he was very into making his films and then he was just like, no, peace. I'm just going to make the, make the uh, amusement park. So in, in, in close to in closing, so what do you think of the comparison of Disney now? Because it's, you know, Pretty much just the eater of worlds. Disney's the eater of worlds. It's bigger than anyone Cause you, I can mean, imagine. Think about the money they're making off of the, just how much money they're making off of just the amusement parks, the television shows, the movies, the the, all, all the movies, the, even the buying of the, of the mergers, of the, of the licensing and properties like that. You know, like, do, is that, is that the way to go? Do you think that's a, that's, that's amazing or? I mean, in a way, how can you even, like, think bad about it, really? Well, they have had some misses. Isn't, like, John Wick, is that Disney property? John, John Wick was <laughs> I thought pretty, it was Disney. Pretty, people enjoyed John oh, Wick. Oh, really? Though, yeah. I, I thought that, that didn't I don't do know, very well, I don't but know I, don't know. I don't think that's. I don't think you're talking about John Wick, though. John Wick is the Keanu Reeves. <laughs> oh, maybe I'm thinking of something I think else. you're talking about John Carter. Oh, John Carter. Didn't that not do very well, and that was Disney? Y- so they have that, had some misses. Yeah, but that was, like... That was like that's like and ten then, that's like ten years ago. Well, Carol. then they had like some. Then they had the resurgence even with Pixar. Well, think so, about yeah, you got Toy the, Story. Yeah, the Pixar stuff, Pixar stuff, gold, Marvel stuff, gold. You know what I mean? All this stuff, they just money, <clears throat> money everywhere. The bazillion Star Wars stuff, gold. Yeah, they now just, they have Star Wars. Yeah, like uh, Last Jedi, second biggest opening of all time. Now so. there was a time I remember, maybe about fifteen years ago, when Pirates of the Caribbean was new. I remember gold. That's gold. They I know it's gold, but I remember before it came out, people were shitting on that. They were like, "Oh, it's gonna suck. It's just um, uh, some ride at Disney World. They're making a movie of, yeah. you know, like." And then it's like, "Well, look what Disney can turn that around to." And not only that, just make a million other movies in that franchise that are mostly actually made not even for an American audience. They're, yeah, <laughs> they're made for other countries. Just yeah, so they can bone in on that money. And now they own Fox News. <laughs> I mean, they know how to. Milk that cow. Seriously. They, they know how to control it, too. They know how to control that mouse, man. The, I mean, the mouse controls all. The mouse money. I mean, I, I would say, That's like, the, the last step. time I went to Disneyland, it was very enjoyable. And I tried to fight it at first, because I was like, well, I'm more of a Warner Brothers type. But then I was, I was like, well... Disney is pretty cool. That's Warner, what happened. Warner Brothers doesn't have an amusement park like this. That's what happened. See, they wanted, they beat you down, man. I'm like, man, Six Flags. Like, There's so many princesses here. I'm like, since Fla- Six Flags with Walt, with Bugs Bunny has has like nothing going on it compared to Disneyland. Oh, that's that's how they get you. They get you with the smiles. Remember, what you went to Cartoon Land and you're like, this is amazing. Is that what they call it, Cartoon? Oh, or Cartoon it, what Town. Cartoon Town. Toontown, yes. Yeah. I, I think Toontown was the one that really won me over. See, I was like, can I just live here because I'm a cartoon? That's how they That's how they win, man. 
The mouse always wins. No matter what, the mouse always wins. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it is still a fantasy in my mind. Like, I'm not really chasing, actually, to go work for Disney necessarily, but it still, like, lurks in my brain as a nice fantasy. Well, it's hard to deny that Disney money. Disney money. Well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. That is the show for Pod December number 19. For December 19, I think it is. I think that's right. This show is brought to you by Straight Productions. Check them out at straightproductions.com. Check out my work, Joe Carabeo, at joecarabeo.com, goastray.tumblr.com. Check out my socials at astrayj and at joecarabeo underscore photography. I checked out my top nines. I'm going to be posting them soon. I was very sad about them. Very what, sad. Why? About what them. was so sad about them? Another episode. Another oh, episode. Maybe we'll, we'll talk, talk about, about it. it tomorrow. We'll talk about it another time. What do you got, Carolyn? Hey guys, I do have a website. It is www.carolynbalevsky.com. I'm on the socials. My handle is also at Carolyn Belevsky. I'm on Twitter. I'm, I'm on Instagram. Check out all my stuff. I got some cool comics, designs, and illustrations for you to look at and browse my portfolio. Say hi. I'm out there. And of course, this show is brought to you by... Oh, you can find the show on carolynjoeshow.com, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, wherever you want to find podcasts. We'll find you first. We'll find you first. And of course, the song you're listening to in the background, the theme of the Carolyn Joe Show, run by Monday Mistress. Check him out, mondaymistress.com, iTunes, CD Baby, on Amazon. Download the song Run. Download the whole entire album. It's just $9.99, I think. Ten bucks. Ten bucks. Put that money in my hand. And of course, as always, my name is Joe. And I'm Carolyn. Be excellent to each other. You're bona fide. See you tomorrow.